This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to Season 1, Episode 47. This one we're calling Ian is Golden. After earlier in the week, Ian Happ was the first Cubs left fielder ever to win that award. And Crowley, as we sit here on Friday, it is a travel day in the World Series. When we last talked to our listeners, the World Series was even at a game apiece, and it was headed out to Philadelphia on uh, Halloween night was supposed to be game three of the World Series. Yeah, we had a rain delay, which kind of throws things off a little bit. But, uh, hey, we're back. And so you had Ranger Suarez versus Lance McCullers. Uh, What a game. Five (laughs) Phillies were homer. It was absolutely electric. Lance McCullers became the first pitcher, not just in World Series history, but postseason history, to allow five home runs in a game. I mean, that is stunning, especially if you looked at how many home runs he gave up over the course of a season. It's just absolutely just it, it, you wouldn't have predicted that bottom of the first. Uh, you have Kyle Schwarber, who uh, drew a walk. Bryce Harper hits one out to give the Phillies a two nothing lead. And that place was rocking. But this is where it gets interesting, Dustin. Nobody doubts that Bryce Harper is going to hit a home run, right? We, we've come to expect that. But in the bottom of the second. Alex Bohm is, is about ready to hit when Harper calls him over to the dugout, right? Hey, come here. And, and he whispers something into his ear, like doesn't yeah. yell something, doesn't say something, covers his mouth and whispers in his ear. Next thing you know, Alec Bohm would proceed to homer to left center to make it 3 nothing, And then with two outs, Brandon Marsh homers to right center. The ball hits a kid's mitt, then off the wall and lands in the field of play. Dusty was hoping for fan interference, but no, the call stands. It was a home run. But just like that, in two innings, it is a 4 nothing lead. And everybody in – who was doing the interview? Was it was it Buster only or was it uh, – Kenny Rosenthal, Rosenthal, right? Rosenthal, yeah. yeah. Asked what he said, and they wouldn't talk about it. And so yeah. everybody's, everybody's starting to think, this guy's tipping. This yeah. guy's tipping. And there and, were and, mixed things after the game, whether he was tipping or not. Different uh, different post game shows show different things. The Twitter sphere showed different things. Um, listen, even if he's tipping, you still got to hit it, right? Well, there was a funny. I, I can't remember who did it, but they were talking about Randy Johnson would tip his pitches, right? And he, and this guy, I, I can't remember the player's name, but he was like, he told Randy, "Hey, you got here's a glove next to you. Show me your show me fastball, and then show me slider, right?" And, and, and you could see how the glove was wider on the slider. And so it's like Randy Johnson used to tip his pitches. Randy's like, Jesus Christ, I was tipping my pitches. And he said, well, Randy, you're still throwing over 97. <laughs> I'm like, I still right. have to hit it. Still so, got to hit it, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely but, but right. He, here's where, here it is, right? McCullough, McCullough stays in the game. He, he pitches a couple scoreless innings. But in the bottom of the fifth with one doubt, Brandon Marsh singles. 
And then Kyle Schwarber homers to make it 6 nothing. Dusty, in all his infinite wisdom, leaves him in, and the very next batter, Reese Hoskins, homers to make it 7 to nothing. On our last podcast, I talked about my dislike of Dusty Baker and how I felt he screwed up a game six and game seven of the 2003 NLCS. And if you remember my critique of game seven, it was that he just left Kerry Wood in on a, in a do or die game. When, when you have, you know, when you have to throw everything in the kitchen sink, everything you can do to win it. It's not about egos. It's not about who did what during the season, whoever your best damn pitcher is to close that thing out. You need to put them out there. And so when I looked at that, that the first couple innings and, and, and McCullers is getting hit like a piñata, it's for nothing. The one thing that Houston has, they have so much depth in that pitching staff. Okay? But he was saving them. He was saving them. He knew that game was done. He was saving them, Crawley. You, a for nothing game? Well, I mean, listen. In the second inning? Well, I – you, I mean, you would, you would have. They could listen. The bottom, the other part that we haven't really talked about, other than the fact that we mentioned his name, is the game three starter. I mean, Suarez was doing a hell of a job. Okay, that, that's how you. They, they, he was. He neutralized. I think yes. I think at that point, Dusty Baker's threw up his hands and said, "You know what? We're gonna McCullers eat it, and I'm gonna sit on my bullpen and we're gonna wait another day because my guys can't hit Ranger Suarez." That's a really risky proposition in the World Series. I mean, game one. You had what? What did what did it was? Houston had a five nothing lead, and Justin Verlander was throwing a no hitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think at this point you throw your hands up. I mean, Houston has a really good offense too. I, I don't know I, if if it's me. There, I think I feel that there were guys in the bullpen that could have come out and could have easily taken three, four innings and and not given up an additional three home runs. That's that's where I stand on that. It sure, the additional the additional three home runs for sure. Right, absolutely. The additional three home runs, but I think at that point, and I think that McCullers knew too. Like they're just leaving me out here. He had to wear it. He wore it. I I, I get wearing it in in a meaningless getaway game on a Sunday. Yeah. But when you're talking about Game Three of the World Series and it's split, and now you've given Philadelphia a two to one advantage again, that's why they have great pitchers. You, you see Houston starters, right? You, you saw what happened to, with Christian Javier. He was their next starter. He's one of their best starters. He's been untouchable in the postseason. You're, you're going to sit there and you're going to let this you're, – you're going to – I just can't see burning a game in the postseason. I mean, right. n- not well, that Unfortunately, or, not, not Crowley, unfortunately, you and I, I believe, are both cheering for the Astros or the Phillies. And even though they gave up on that game, uh, they are in the driver's seat as we start talking about game number four. Well, Dustin, it gave me PTSD from 2003, but yes. It <laughs> I gave... get it. I get it. I, I, I've tried to, <laughs> Crowley, I've had enough Bud Light since between now and then and now that I, I think I've uh, erased my mind of that. I've, I've been triggered, man. I, I No, I was there, man. I, I, I was there. I was there in the stadium watching my, being five outs away from the World Series and watching my hopes and dreams implode in 2003 I'm, even to this day i thought winning the world series would erase that it, it hasn't man it's still sometimes <laughs> it's still somewhere back there in the recesses of my mind and just just the every the way that it all happened but i digress game four aaron nola versus christian javier starts to it's a pitcher's duel i mean they're both pitching really well aaron nola is pitching well christian javier is just absolutely filthy the guy is just having such a sick postseason I know that I said Justin Verlander to win the MVP. I know you said Kyle Schwarber. You got to wonder if Christian Javier has, has 
put his name into the uh, mix there. I mean, that guy has just been lights out in this postseason. And uh, you get into the you get into the fifth inning, and then you get consecutive singles from Chas McCormick and Jose Altuve, uh, and then Jose uh, Pena loads the bases with a single. Uh, Rob Thompson, as he's done all postseason, he goes to his pen. He goes with one of his best pitchers, Jose Alvarado. First batter he faces, Jordan Alvarez is hit by a pitch, make it one nothing. Houston. Alex Bregman doubles to bring in two more runs. Kyle Tucker hit a sack fly, and Yuli Gurriel singles, and right away it's it's five nothing in the fifth. I mean that's that ended an Astros sixteen inning scoreless streak. I can't so, believe they got the first <laughs> run by hitting a guy with the bases low. It just that was amazing to me, absolutely amazing that that's how they got their first run. You know, some some guys out of the bullpen, you can ask them to do anything in the world, and it's not a problem. And other guys, you throw off their routine, and they're maybe just not as good. And I remember, uh, I remember Aroldis Chapman saying how much he hated coming in like the eighth inning. He just wanted to pitch a clean ninth. Give me the ninth inning, three batters, I'll get it for you every time. He didn't like coming in early, or, you know. And unfortunately for the Cubs in 2016, injuries necessitated him to be overused. But, you know, I, I don't know what happened with Alvarado. I never saw that inning going as bad as it did uh, for him. He, he was such a good pitcher all year. Uh, just shocking. Yeah, and that was crazy. You know, five, five runs in the fifth, and that was all they would need. Well, yeah, the Astros pitched a combined no-hitter. Now, granted, I know what people key word, say about Key word, you just said, Crowley. Uh, yeah, key word, <laughs> combined. Combined. When you have to right. put a word on the front of it, it's not a no-hitter. It's not It's not a no-hitter for the Astros. What it is, is the Phillies were no-hit. But the Astros, I don't think, no-hit the Phillies, if that makes sense. Okay? I get, I get they, what you're the, the only no-hitter, the only no-hitter in the World Series was done by one man. By one man. Okay? Yes, not sir. Christian Javier, six innings, and then a bullpen guy, and then a bullpen guy, and then a bullpen guy. It wasn't even two guys. It wasn't even like, okay, this guy got us to the ninth. Even if it would have been Javier got him to the ninth, and because he was like in 100 pitches, they said, listen, we got to take him out. I have a little bit more respect for it. When you've got four guys – David Hall and I got into this the other day. He didn't <laughs> want anything to do with it. I had, it was a mixed bag of people supporting me, people killing me. But, it's, again, when you have to put that word combined, that, that lessens it immediately. It wasn't special. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, I mean, it's to say it's not special, you see what that Philly lineup did, and right after giving up five home runs the day before, uh, just to turn around and do that with against this Philly lineup with those hitters was, was shocking and special. Now, if you're asking me where do I rank it in all-time great pitching performances, it's not even in my top 20. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I agree with you the fact that, you know, Don Larson, 1956, perfect game. You know, that that to me, when you have one guy that absolutely shuts it down like that, it's a completely different category than a combined no-hitter. To me, to have one guy, 27 outs, go, you know, all the don't, you know, don't face an order three times through, four times never, 
you know, I mean, that's impressive. You that's know? special, Crawley. That right. is special. What happened the other night is just the Phillies had a stinker. They had a clunker. It was it was bad for the Phillies. Shame on the Phillies getting no hit at home in a World Series. That stinks. But I'm not but, going with this combined no hitter thing. It, unless it listen, it left a mark. Okay, that was the bigger news. It definitely left a mark because as we move into game number five now, which happened last night, it left a mark in my opinion. Yeah, that was the 19th combined no hitter in NAL NL history, and the interesting thing is four of them have been by Houston. Uh, you remember the Cubs had one, uh, Zach Davies and Tapera and Chafin and Kimbrel combined for one. You remember it was against the Dodgers, right? Yeah, did I get that. Yeah, okay. See, I did remember that part of it, but it's like okay, you know, that day it was great. It was yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I was I was more yeah. The Cubs beat the Dodgers than I was. Yeah, we had a combined no hitter. Woohoo! Let me print <laughs> out that box score and put in a frame. Maybe no, I don't think so. Well, Kyle Schwarber was asked, and he thought the same thing as you, Dustin. He said, I don't give a shit. So uh, Kyle Schwarber, not impressed. But like you said, you wonder how much uh, carryover there was in the game. The other thing that he said, Crowley, the other thing he said, he said, I don't give a S. And then he went on to say, it's only one game. But now what the Phillies need to do is they need to prove that it's only one game. And right now they have not done that as we get into this fifth game. Yeah, you got, you know, and Justin Verlander had to prove he could win a game in the World Series. So you right. had Justin Verlander versus Noah Syndergaard. And I, I think so much about uh, the 2015 Cubs, and they just got steamrolled. They got swept by those Mets, uh, if you remember. Uh, they were, they just, the pitching was just unbelievable. And what was his name? The second, Daniel Murphy went off. But yeah, they just had huge Matt, series. Yeah, yeah, Matt Harvey and Noah Syndergaard and Jacob Degrom. I mean, the Cubs never stood a chance. But that was that was a brutal one. But uh, you know, top of the first, the thing I think when you when you think about Game Five, is that this is the one that I think Philly could have had, and they're going to look back if they don't win this World Series and say this is the one they got away. I think that they were absolutely outclassed in the end game four. And then just game five, it was just they had opportunities. Jose Altuve had the leadoff double, uh, makes the third on a bobble by Brandon Marsh. Uh, shortstop Jeremy Pena, rookie, makes it one nothing. Strohs with a single. But right away, bottom of the first, leadoff homer by our guy, Kyle Schwarber, ties the game at five. That ties him for the record for most postseason, career postseason leadoff homers. There are three guys that have three of them. It is Kyle Schwarber, Derek Jeter, and Jimmy Rollins. So he's also homered in every single postseason series that he's ever played in. Unbelievable! That set that set a record. On every postseason series, I thought I saw that last night on Fox. He's played in seven. He's been in seven post. He's been in seven series in the postseason, and he's homered in each and every series that he's played in. I don't Obviously, remember not a game, not right. game, but series. I'm just trying to think about the world series in 2016. Did he hit a home run? I mean, and I, I don't think so, but I might be off. I'll double check that. But, uh, you Maybe know, I misunderstood the stat, but that's what yeah, I thought I saw last night. I'm not positive on that. I'm trying to think he didn't hit one in game seven. He didn't hit one in game one or two. I don't, and he didn't play at Wrigley three, four, five. So I don't think he hit one in the World Series. But we can double check on that. No big deal. But won't uh, be the first time or the last time that I'm wrong, Crowley. <laughs> I'm trying to think. But bottom of the second, two outs. Gene Segura singles. Uh, Brandon Marsh and Schwarber walk to load the bases. Right. So you got 
Justin Verlander, who every single reporter and their brother was asking, why haven't you won a World Series game? You get Schwarber instantly ties it up after after you know Pena gave him the the lead, but then the bottom of the second two outs you, you got a little something going. You got bases loaded, two outs, and Reese Hoskins and Verlander strikes out swinging. You get to the bottom of the third, one out. Harper walks. Castellanos was robbed of a single by shortstop Jeremy Pena. Alec Bohm singles. You got runners at first and second, but Verlander gets Brian Stott to fly out to end the threat. And, you know, I know that Pat Hughes always says the guy that makes the big defensive play always seems to have a big offensive play the very next inning. That's what happened. Jeremy Pena uh, with that play to rob, uh, you know, to, to help there, uh, to, you know, robbing Castellanos. I mean, that could have had runners at first and third and one out. Uh, he hits a solo home run in the top of the fourth, and the Strohs are now up two to one. Top of the eighth, Sir Anthony Dominguez is on the mound for the Phillies. Jose Altuve walks. Jeremy Pena singles to put runners at the corner. Former Cub David Robinson, Dot Robertson replaces Dominguez. Jordan Alvarez grounds out. Uh, that easily scores, though, Altuve, which is going to make it a three to one game. You know, that one guy that we need to really, really talk about is Jose Altuve because he's starting to heat up. And, and now, the net last couple of games, you're starting to see things change there. Um, so in the bottom of the eighth, Rafael Montero on the mound for Houston. Castiano walks. Alex Bohm strikes out. Bry- Bryson Stott walks. Gene Segura singles. Castiano scores. Uh, you got runners at the corners down three to two. Ryan Presley comes into the game and Brandish Marsh. He gets Brandon Marsh to strike out swinging. He had to make contact there and he didn't. And then the legend, the great Schwarbino. Mr. October 2.0. <laughs> Runners at first and third down one run. The mighty Schwarber grounds out to end the threat. But it wasn't uh, just a ground out, Crowley. Come on, let's give him a little credit. I mean, that was a hell of a play. Yeah, it's, it's the defense was, was it, it was there. I just I so thought it Schwarber wasn't like was he dribbled. It wasn't like he dribbled it down the first base line. No, no, no. It was okay. he got he got robbed again. And you and that's what I'm saying is that the missed opportunities in the defense of Houston, and this goes back to when we were talking about that center field position. You just see, like you know, the shortstop. You know, when you talk about Jeremy Pena, you know, Robin base hits to prevent a big inning, or when you talk about the first baseman, Robin Schwarber to, to do that, and then the bottom of the ninth, Ryan Pesley's on the mound. Reese Hoskins strikes out swinging. J.T. Real Muto hits a rope down right field, and he is robbed by Chaz McCormick. Harper's hit by a pitch. Castellano grounds out. Game is over. But there were so many plays where the defense came up so clutch for Houston. And and now the series moves back to Houston with the Astros up three games to two. And we got game seven on Saturday. Zach Wheeler versus Framber Valdez. What are you thinking, Dustin? Well, of course, I'm going for the Phillies, and what I would do if I were the manager of the Padres, after all the uh, looks like Mr. Valdez is going to the ear, going to the pocket, going to the brim of the hat, I would I would do what the uh, Mets skipper did, and I would have him frisked out on uh, the mound in about the second or third inning if he's really dealing. I'm absolutely with you. I mean, it's not about... You know, I know Buck Showalter got a lot of grief and guff for that, and I, I don't care, man. This is it. This is this is do or die here for the Phillies. So if you even for for one second, I'm I'm sure that they're going to have all eyes, all video, all everything on Framber Valdez. And if they think it, you have to, you have to try it. You have to try it. 
And so, um, you know, hopefully, like I said, I, I picked Houston originally in five, I think, and then I switched it to six. So we'll see what happens. Or if there's going to be a game seven, that would be absolutely epic. There's no better words in any sports than game seven, right? At this point, I'm definitely cheering for a game seven. There's no, there's no doubt about that. That's exactly what I am hoping happens. Uh, a game six goes to the Phillies and we get a game seven and then whatever happens, happens, but we got to get to a game seven. 